Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbalay. Today a film review, Palo Alto. I don't know how old this film is, it seems like it's probably three or four years old. I seem to recall when it was released a certain amount of hype surrounding it. I think it's Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, could even be his granddaughter. I don't really get a sense of how old Francis Ford Coppola is, but it's directed by said Coppola. And it's heavily influenced by, well, contains, and also it's based on a book written by James Franco. And this is where it gets rather interesting. I talk to a lot of people about James Franco. He seems to be a relatively divisive actor in terms of either people love him or people hate him. Seems to be no comfortable middle road. I think he's done some interesting stuff. He's done some bad stuff. He's an actor. So I watch Palo Alto with a sense that this is going to be an interpolation of a series of ideas from an upper middle class area. Palo Alto is a very real phenomenon in the Bay Area. It's an area which is completely unlike San Jose. If you take San Jose, remove all the lack of police, criminal elements, all the problems, take the houses of an age, maybe slightly later built than the house that I live in currently, and you have Palo Alto. One of the disappointing factors that I found with the film was it was very difficult to identify that it was actually filmed on location in Palo Alto. Palo Alto has a number of well-defined, iconic views. You can tell the streets of Palo Alto relatively easily. There were various shots of people driving and, you know, kind of blurred out her views. It would have been nice to see more of Palo Alto and Palo Alto. But... One of the more concerning things that I hate with the film is that a number of the plot lines seem to be not only derivative, but actually based on plots that I was thoroughly familiar with. And I started to wonder whether Franco's book was maybe stories that he had heard or actually just adaptations of existing plot lines developed in different ways, which was rather strange. There's a plot which is very similar to the first season of The Sopranos, it's not relating to gangsters, obviously, it's relating to teenagers. But that struck me as just being so derivative. I was looking desperately for what more would this film add, and I didn't really see it. There's an interesting kind of juxtaposition between adults and predatory roles, which you see in other films as well. It was touched upon in a few areas. The adults tend to be sexually predatory in this film, which I think is an interesting twist. But looking at it, it just didn't really deliver very heavily. And quite frankly, this was a film that I came to where I had a bit of time on a Sunday afternoon and I thought, how bad can this thing be? It didn't wow me. It didn't move me in any particular directions. It was pretty well a zero sum in that regard. Just a film that was relatively easy to watch. In terms of the underlying themes of drug use, sexual predation, sexual cliches, there's a woman in the film, well, I guess she's betraying a girl who sleeps with a number of the men and there's additional dialogue and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, we've heard these themes before. What more can James Franco do in this genre? Like, how much more can he explore here? And the bits that I always miss in these things are from my own childhood teenage experiences. I've not really seen films, certainly in the past two decades, that have in any way been similar to my childhood and teen experiences. In particular, the use of sexuality as a state-driven means of control, which I think is a narrative that I've not seen in film ever. It's something I'd like to see, but haven't yet seen. So in general, if you've got a Sunday afternoon with nothing better to do, a sleepy Sunday afternoon, and you don't mind watching 
a series of derivative plots that strike you as being, hmm, familiar in some regard. Palo Alto isn't really offensive. It's disappointing associated with the location. I guess the theme from Palo Alto is just vastly more money than the rest of us. None of these kids have weekend jobs. None of these kids, well, they have court-appointed jobs, but they don't naturally go out and find work. Palo Alto was what I expected it would be. Not too offensive, but not really moving the bar in any regard. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.